0: hello everybody i'm back with another episode on k radio like i said in the last one tupac's birthday is tomorrow so i am just going to make another episode in his honor Oh, in his honor because i've, I've you don't understand i've become i have grown to love this man like he has inspired me beyond words i can't even explain it to you i have actually in the last episode so if you haven't listened to the last episode go back to the last episode listen to that then come back to this thing you understand where i'm at right now i'm just going to share a little facts about him you know some facts some stories some of his um quotes some of his famous quotes all that good stuff So stick around. Yes. So we are going to start talking about Tupac and the life this man lived, the short period of time he spent on this earth and what he used it to do all that good stuff. that is all i'm going to be talking about this is getting me so emotional already because i watched the movie i watched the movie and i cried twice for two parts of the movie i think you guys should watch the movie it's called all eyes on me which is actually the name of one of his albums one of the name of one of his songs so it was only you know rights and he it was something he felt like he felt like all eyes were on him. Everybody was on him. Like, technically. As I say technically, literally. So let's start with the basic information. What's that? So I'm going to Google Tupac. Okay. Tupac Amar Shakur. Popularly known as by his stage name Tupac was an American rapper and actor he is considered by many as one of the most significant rappers of all time he was born on the 16th of June which is actually tomorrow 16th of June 1971 East Harlem New York in the United States and he was assassinated on the 13th of September 1996 His movies are... The movies he did before his passing... Was... Juice... Poetic Justice... I've watched Poetic Justice, you guys. It was so good. Above the Realm... Yeah, Bullets... Gridlocked... Gang-related... Nothing but Trouble... I'm going to watch all of those. Now... this is just i i would actually advise you guys to watch the movie or eyes on me because we we ha- we people like i said in the last episode we are often just told he was this he's the stero- he was labeled as the stereotype of what m- almost all black men are like that was what if like Up until I watched this movie, I was like, this is what almost everybody thinks a black man is. But behind all of those, like, he was actually a really, really loving, ambitious, strong black man, you know. Let me see if any of his poems will be here. Okay, I think I found one they're even in his handwriting i'm going to cry okay in the event of my demise dedicated to the curious in the event of my demise when my heart can't beat no more i hope i die for a principle or a belief that i had lived for i will die before my time because i feel that the shadow's depth so much i wanted to accomplish before i reached my death I have come to grips with the possibility and wiped the last tear from my eyes. I loved all who were positive in the event of my demise wasn't he amazing? wasn't he just amazing like he already knew he already knew that he wasn't going to be around for a really long time. You know just makes me feel sad. okay, let me read this one it's me again september 4th 1955 it's me again your lovely friend who thinks about you often it's me the man with a heart of stone that only you can soften can you imagine that okay and maybe the next stanza. consider me your secret friend in a world only you can find someone that you can come to When the world becomes unkind. It's me again. Your new pal. With words to ease your soul. The most beautiful of butterflies. Are the hardest ones to hold. Depend on me. I'm capable of. I'm capable and anxious to prove to you. Just run and meet me halfway. I will be there to see you through. It's me again. Your lovely friend. Who will not go away only you can decide if i should stop shall i leave or shall i stay i'm going to cry this is really good this is so good let me read one last one jada jada was his really really good friend jada pinkett smith as the wife of not just the wife okay let me not say the wife she's an actress she's a mom, she's a producer, she's a director, she's a host for Facebook Watch, Red Table Talk, and she's married to Will Smith, but that's not, but she's also all those other great things, do you understand? Okay, Jada, you are the omega of my heart, the foundation for my conception of love. When I think of what a black woman should be, it's you I first think of. You will never fully understand how deeply my heart feels for you. I worry that we will grow apart and I'll end up losing you. You bring me to climax without sex and you do it all with regal grace. You are my heart in human form, a friend I could never replace. Jada was his really, really good friend. They were friends from acting school and when Jada spoke about the death of Tupac, she felt like in her words, she felt like she was angry at him because he was not meant to leave her, and that's the kind of friendship everybody is looking for you know it's such a crazy world i've I hope everybody celebrates this man tomorrow it's there's just the more the more you make research about him the more you discover it's just layers like a flower or the more you open the more you you learn something new and it's just amazing I wish this man was still alive I wish I met him because I don't think my parents even met each other yet had met each other let alone get married and have me and I'm crying over the loss of someone who people have spent 22 years mourning already I haven't even spent a week mourning him yet because I just really started getting passionate about him trying to make my research about him for like two weeks now and it's you people should actually make your own research I really want to hear about your own experience with Tupac anybody this is this is amazing I'm going to read more of his poems you should read them too Happy birthday, Tupac. I hope maybe you're seeing, you're listening to my podcast. You're such an amazing person. He was such an amazing person. And I wish I had met you. See you guys next week. Okay. Bye. Hello, everyone. Welcome to K Radio. I'm your forever host, Kilichi. Well, today's Friday, and I haven't given out content in a while. Meaning, I'm going to be giving a double digest edition or a triple digest. You never know. However, the wind goes. <laughs> let's see how that goes. Okay, let's get straight into it. Now, there's something I really want to talk about and i feel like there has been a big misconception about for a really really long time and i just want to clear out some things so we understand where we're standing on on this topic the topic is feminism now i've been a feminist for if for as long as i can remember but i just didn't know what were like the word to describe what it was i'm and I'm, I'm an African girl, so there are many rules that kind that try to cage girls down. And I have known, I have, never, I have known for a long time that I don't stand for stuff like that. For a really long time, growing up, when they only sent my sister and I to do stuff, and I'm like, oh no, you have boys in the house. You don't just put put these chores on somebody because of their gender. You can't be denying someone access to some stuff because of their gender. There's so many things feminism is about. Now, there's been a great misconception that feminism is more like is more like arrogance. And that is the thing. When women try to stand up for themselves, they tend to see them as arrogant. When women are trying to when women are trying to work hard to get a living for themselves they are caught all sorts of things people doubt that the money comes from themselves that they are making this money themselves people always would think that they are sleeping with someone or they just have someone giving them money they highly, they always doubt when a woman is making her money and for a worst for, for to say the worst of it they encourage a seven year old i've they will encourage seven year olds to get prepared for marriages, but a seven year old boy is allowed to be a child there's so many things about feminism that I want to say, but like I just want to talk about the major misconception where they feel like being a feminist means you you, you don't you don't see men as meaningful to society now, when listening to Chimamanda one of my favorite authors shimamanda she's a feminist she's when she was talking about feminism in her ted talk which i would advise everyone to go and watch everyone should go watch her ted talk she was talking about how they would encourage a woman to be successful but not too successful so that it doesn't intimidate the man that is how women are taught to live sometimes they tell women women have are given the responsibility to carry to carry these people's misconceptions about them to carry these people's judgments, to carry all their thoughts about them on their head they, they, they are meant to always settle things they are meant to be the quiet ones they are meant to be patient they are meant to endure because it comes with womanhood and i feel like that is not what being a woman is about that is not what being a woman is about and it's just crazy how when a woman is trying to express her rights it is seen as her going overboard it is seen as her doing more than she's expected to do women it's it's scary it's some men it's it's scary to the extent that some men wouldn't even want to marry women richer than them because they are intimidated by that which is very crazy i don't see why a woman what is wrong with a woman earning money and if she's earning more than you what, what is the problem with that do you understand and there has also been this misconception that because she's a feminist she, she she doesn't require a gentleman i'm a feminist but you are going to open the door for me it's it's what is going to happen do you understand because that is what gentlemen do. i'm not saying because i'm a feminist i'm not going to be cautious and allow someone open the door for me i'm not going to do some certain things that are manly do you understand so i just feel like for a really long time women have been kept in a a box and have been and have been taught from a really young age to to move only in the four corners of that box and once she steps her foot outside that box it seems like she's going overboard it seems like she's doing nothing relating to the box and I feel like it's 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 gone on for too much I definitely am when I by God's grace when I have daughters when I grow up I'm going to teach them to be independent not to depend on any man to focus on their careers not depending on someone to feed them when they get older and many things like that and I think it's time for women it's time for parents to start teaching their children these these kind of things to start teaching boys to respect women and see women as their equal and the earlier we start to do that the better okay that is all for now i'm going to pause on that and get more content ready for you guys so get ready you guys are going to enjoy this weekend okay bye okay i'm back as promised for the triple digest i've decided to give you guys three blogs for this weekend so you could listen to one on friday listen to one on saturday and listen to one on sunday i think i'm doing you guys a favor here so let's get straight into it i'm kelly and this is k radio okay now Summer is coming closer and closer. It's getting really hot actually. I just ordered my AC, my fan from Amazon and I had to pay extra for it to come tomorrow because I can't stand this heat. I love the summertime. I love when it's hot because when it's cold here, I can't handle it. I really can't. But I I couldn't manage the heat, but it's it's too much. And you know there are no there are no ACs air conditioners in i've not been to any place in this in england that has air conditioners and i think that they should start making the heater you know have aside for a cooling system or something because it's getting really hot well speaking of the summer time what do you guys have planned for the summer let me know in the comments let me tell you guys what i have planned for the summer now i may or may not go back to nigeria i don't know how it's going to be i hope i go back to see my family because i've been gone since january i hope i can go back to see my family see my siblings play with them and everything i hope the lockdown you know because now the lockdown is actually it's not as intense as it was before so if I'm, I wouldn't be able to go back to Nigeria. I hope the lockdown just disappears so that I could actually, you know, I could actually enjoy England more as more as a tourist rather than a student, you know. So the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to cut my hair, you guys. I can't wait to get it cut. I've been I've been wanting to get it cut since December now. Since that's how many months ago, I want to get my hair cut right before the summer starts properly. I want to get it cut. I feel like once in every woman's life she should get her hair cut. I if you're not because I feel it give it's it unlocks it's, it's it's another level of confidence to a woman. I think it's not something I would force anybody to do. It should be strictly voluntary it should be something you would want to do with yourself and if religion doesn't permit you to do that please you don't have to i'm talking for me as an individual i feel like it unlocks a certain amount of confidence to a woman and i'm not just talking because i haven't cut my hair in a long time but i'm talking about women i have seen cutting their hair there's just something about it if you can i would advise you to cut your hair and i would take I cannot wait i think i'm going to look nice i hope i look nice because you know there are many hair salons here that do not that do not make hair for black people which is tragic because there are many black people in england you know i don't get why it's a whole city a whole area wouldn't have at least one hair salon for black people and one time in york when i wanted to get my hair cut because i've been planning this since like i said i went to this hair salon and i was like oh do you cut black hair they were like yes let's they're going to bring the person that cut it and it was a white person and i'm not judging the white person or anything but as a black person i'm not going to allow a white person do my hair because you don't have the kind of hair i have so you may not understand and I don't want you making mistakes. I mean, it's probably not your fault, but I just don't want you making mistakes on my hair. That is how I am. It's not being racist or anything. It's just, I feel like black people have more experience with black hair because they have it on their head already. So I want to cut my hair. Another thing I would really love to do. I would really, really, really love to start a book club. I've wanted to start one for a really long time. I've been planning it. I've been seeing, I've been trying to make arrangements and everything. And most of the people that have told me that they wanted to start the book club with me are all over, like they're all over the world. So we wouldn't be able to actually meet the way a normal book club would meet. So we'll probably need to have a Zoom meeting or a FaceTime meeting. I don't know how we're going to do it. But something has to be done. And I also thought, I've already thought this through. The books we're going to get, there's an online bookstore, a Nigerian bookstore, and they have really good Nigerian books. I would recommend it to anyone. BAM Books, that's B A M B O O K S. If you haven't read a Nigerian book before, that app has a lot of Nigerian books. And I would advise anybody to go there, you know. You know, help a Nigerian business. That's what our advice. You should read a Nigerian book before the end of this summer, and if you read one if you've read one before, comment below. Let me know if you've read a Nigerian book before. then last but not least, I know I have been very stingy with these podcasts I haven't really I haven't shared it to the world i haven't shared it with so many i haven't shared it with people at all even when i started i used to pretend like i was talking to an audience i till now i really don't know how many people are listening to this but i know that by god's grace unfailingly i'm going to open i'm going to expand the broadcast the um podcast is going to be bigger than it is right now so stay tuned you guys already listening tell your friends tell your friends it's going to be big so those are the three things i would want to do for summer for before the end of this summer so let me know what you want to do and i will see you guys in the third blog okay